Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen and today is June 20th. Today is the first day of this week's Come Follow Me block, which is Doctrine and Covenants section 67 through 70. So just a few sections, but I absolutely love them. So let's jump right into section 67. Now, just a little piece of history behind this section. Joseph Smith was gathered together with the elders of the church, and they were discussing how Joseph was planning on releasing the Book of Commandments or a gathering of these revelations that he had been receiving. He asked the brethren if they would feel comfortable adding their names as a testimony at the beginning of the Doctrine and Covenants that these revelations were of God. Kind of like the testimony of the three witnesses and eight witnesses at the beginning of the Book of Mormon. And most of them said yes, that they were willing to do that, that they believed that they came from the Lord. Others were a little bit hesitant. Kind of a funny story about that meeting. One of the elders that was a little hesitant to add his name was William McClellan. And he was a very, very educated man. He was a school teacher, very articulate. And he said that he just wasn't sure if they had come from the Lord. And it was really interesting. He was challenged in that meeting to sit and write a revelation as if it were in the language of Jesus Christ. And they all just sat and watched. Most of the revelations that Joseph Smith received, he received in front of people. And he spoke them as someone wrote. And here, William McClellan had the opportunity to sit and write and try to replicate a revelation from the Lord. And everyone watched as he just couldn't do it. This articulate, well-educated man could not write a revelation that seemed even similar to something that the Lord was saying here in the Doctrine and Covenants. So that's just kind of a funny side story about this section. But let's jump into the doctrine. Something that strikes me about the Doctrine and Covenants is that almost at the beginning of every revelation, as the Lord is asking his people to listen to him, almost always he says something about his character or about his nature that helps me to trust in what he's about to say more. Usually he talks about who he is or things that he's done or his relationship with us. And just hearing those things automatically makes me want to listen to what he's saying and do what he's saying. And same thing in this section. He does the same thing. He says who he is, and he starts to give almost his credentials of why they should be listening. But I absolutely love this one. In verse two, it says, Behold and lo, mine eyes are upon you, and the heavens and the earth are in mine hands, and the riches of eternity are mine to give. Now, what I love about this is understanding who the Lord is and understanding what he's done, understanding that he doesn't just have the heavens and the earth in his hands, but he was the creator of the heavens and the earth. This Lord who had his hand in all the details of that creation and knows them in and out, his eyes are upon you and I as well. What a beautiful, beautiful message that that is. And when we understand that, our ability to love him and to follow him and to trust him is exponentially increased. I absolutely love these words. And then he's going to give us this doctrine or this teaching that's just absolutely beautiful. In verse 3, he says, Ye have endeavored to believe that ye should receive the blessing which was offered unto you. But behold, verily I say unto you, there were fears in your heart, and verily this is the reason that ye did not believe. Now, this is such an interesting doctrine to me. I think sometimes we have a tendency to pray for things 
or to ask for certain blessings. And in our hearts or in the back of our minds, we're thinking, oh, I shouldn't be asking for this or, oh, this probably won't happen anyway. We have this tendency to second guess the blessings that our Father in Heaven can and wants to give us. And those are the fears in our hearts. And here in this scripture, the Lord is teaching us that when we're seeking a blessing from him, that if we don't receive it, it's not because he doesn't love us. It's not because he's not hearing our prayers. Most of the time, it's because we have these fears in our hearts. Now, that being said, sometimes we don't receive because it's not his will. But I think more often than not, it probably comes down to this little piece of doubt or fear that stays in our hearts. We've been told through the scriptures that one of the requisites of receiving blessings or answers to prayers is faith to receive. So it's so important that we eliminate fear from our hearts and that we move forward in those prayers with total faith. Elder Anderson once said, Faith and fear cannot coexist in our hearts at the same time. In our days of difficulty, we choose the road of faith. Jesus said, Be not afraid, only believe. If we can eliminate that fear in our heart, that doubt, that little question in our mind, if God is hearing or if he desires to answer, I feel like we would have access to so many more blessings that our Father in Heaven is anxious to give us. There's a quote that I read years ago that doesn't have an author. It was an anonymous quote, but I believe it to be true. It says, if God answers your prayers, he's increasing your faith. If he delays, he is increasing your patience. And I absolutely love that quote, especially when we combine it with what the Savior is going to say in verse 13. He's going to tell these elders to continue in patience until they are perfected. I love that mercy that the Lord is willing to offer, that he doesn't expect perfection from us right now, but just that we continue in patience continue to try until the day that we are perfected. But that can be really, really hard sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes we want so much more of ourselves than what the Lord is actually expecting from us. He expects us to continue, to try, to put forth our efforts to be a little bit better today than we were yesterday. I think we all have something in our lives that we are just trying to master And for some reason, we can't seem to do it. Here, the Lord tells us to continue in patience. Now, the Lord's version of patience is sometimes different than the world's. I think sometimes the world sees patience as just sitting back and waiting quietly for something to happen. And that's not the Lord's definition. Elder Uchtdorf wants to find it like this. Without patience, we cannot please God. We cannot become perfect. Indeed, patience is a purifying process that refines understanding, deepens happiness, focuses action, and offers hope for peace. Patience means active waiting and enduring. It means staying with something and doing all that we can, working, hoping, and exercising faith, bearing hardship with fortitude, even when the desires of our hearts are delayed. Patience is not simply enduring, it is enduring well. Patience is a godly attribute that can heal souls, unlock treasures of knowledge and understanding, and transform ordinary men and women into saints and angels. Patience is a process of perfection. The Savior himself said that in your patience you possess your souls. 
Or to use another translation of the Greek text, in your patience, you win mastery of your souls. Patience means to abide in faith, knowing that sometimes it is in the waiting rather than in the receiving that we grow the most. So again, that old quote, God either answers our prayers and increases our faith, or he doesn't answer our prayers and tests our patience. With this promise that if we continue in faith, if we are actively waiting, doing all that we can, working, hoping, and exercising our faith, or sometimes bearing hardship with fortitude, if we're doing all we can, our patience and our waiting can perfect us. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.